Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, <laughs> Karibu sana to episode 32. 32. Eh, still at it, maze. Still at it. Keep going. Still going, man. Mm. And we have an amazing guest today. We do. We've been, definitely. Hey, but I've been waiting for this for for a while. Yeah, eh? for a while. Eh? I've been promising, <laughs> "Hey, we're going to bring a sports guy, bana." Yeah. Eh, this is my yeah. This is the one. Finally. This is the one. Uh, Serendipity as well. We we we, uh, we ought to go visual very soon mm. because I just noted and I mentioned to him mm. today I feel the seats are lower, mm. but then we can realize it's because <laughs> first of all his his seat is uh, slightly more elevated. Yeah, and it's different. We've had, we've had to change the seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Nico, Nico, why do I feel tiny today? Come the guy with the wunja. But we'll get, we'll we get into it. Don't. Yeah. Normally we feel like giants around. Yeah, exactly. Guess, but yeah. It is what yeah. it is. That's what's up. We have a sponsor. We do, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, this episode today is brought to you by Housee. Housee is a social referral network that enables homeowners to get access to a pool of domestic managers while uh, documenting and formalizing domestic work to enable them to have access to affordable credit, career building trainings, and insurance facilities. Housee leverages on technology to automate this process through web, mobile, and SMS. Now you you'd wonder why you jump on such a platform. Let me tell you. There are a couple of reasons too. In fact, for the domestic worker and for you as well, the homeowner. So the domestic worker gets to get documented work history and experience. And they also get access to affordable credit and insurance. This means after earning work reputation scores, uh, they they also get to see their payment history. Um, Yeah, and they are enabled to access affordable credit and insurance. And finally, they also get continuous domestic management training. So on and on, on and on. They are not, they are much better when they, I don't know, a year in, two years in, much better than when they started. And for you, the homeowner, what do you get to enjoy? You get to enjoy access to a pool of documented domestic uh, managers. Then this lowers the trust barrier. We always say, I went Well, guess what? You don't have to do that now. This is definitely sorted out for you. And then you also get uh, payment tracking for your domestic managers. You know, normally we get conflicts of payments. Eh? Um, uh, this definitely happens. Last time, this is what you gave me. So for, NHIF, exactly. That, yeah. So for the first time, your digital records are totally sorted out. Eh? Uh, this is for every other month or for every payment that you do. And finally, fast and efficient way to hire domestic managers in one click. Eh? So it's just like... Uh, maybe this is not the best example for me to use, but just like you choose your cabs, just like you now order, you can now look for your, eh, who's coming to work for you, check out their or, profile. Or, or Tinder. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say dating. Eh, so now you can get to choose who you like, your preferences and all, all the details are there. So check them out. Uh, go to housey.com. This is H-O-U-Z-Z-I-E. Or if you prefer Z, then I'll say H-O-U-Z-Z-I-E.com. Email them, howzee at howzee.com, or even give them a call, 0741-501-515. Howzee, putting a smile in every home. You're definitely not a CBC parent. What do you mean? You, you're saying, if you say Z, <laughs> or you say, um, what's the other one? CBC, like, ni? Yeah, CBC, Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. It's A, B, D. 
Hey, now yeah. I know. So I was learning, man. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? The CBC parents are probably the ones who require a domestic manager Absolutely. right now. So how is yeah. he? H-O-U-Z-I-E. Check them out. All Check right. them out. We have a guest. 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 Are they brilliant? Oh, of course they uh, are. Are they representing the motherland? Hey, hey. especially <laughs> physically more than <laughs> any other guest we've had so far, Maze. This guy is a, he, this, this guest today definitely is representing the motherland and last but not least are they busy being born bro why else would they be mm. here yeah definitely busy being born ladies and gentlemen our guest today is a celebrated kenyan sportsman popularly known as the beast mm. a pro rugby player that has re- represented kenya in both sevens and fifteens having played as part of the national under 19s as soon as he touched the pitch and soon went on to prolifically feature in the bigger national team the Kenya Simbas. He went on to become among the first Kenyan rugby players to go internationally pro and the first Kenyan to play in the top flight English rugby premier league, the Aviva Premiership. I think like it's known as the Gallagher Premiership. Yeah. 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 Uh, for the playing uh, playing for the Newcastle Falcons and thereafter joining the Polish league. A respected and celebrated player whose craft and grit has seen him shine both at home and internationally. Locally, he's worked with clubs such as Homeboys and Harlequins, where he spent about a decade at Homeboys, um, 10 years of his career, and later at Harlequins, where he now calls home. Our guest, who has gone on into weightlifting, easily holds the heaviest deadlift in Kenyan rugby. I think that's 300. 302. And two, okay. Hey, <laughs> Let's hey. not forget the two. Three hundred and two. <laughs> Very kilos important, man. Hey, 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 hey. That's like five of no, almost like yeah, four. Yeah, <laughs> four of, four of you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, deadlift is he's now an SNC uh, sports and conditioning coach, um, strength and conditioning coach, um, trainer, and the muscle behind. 48 Shred Fitness. Ladies and gentlemen, we are super honored and humbled to give you an African lion, a Kenyan giant, a brilliant sportsman with a special sport for music, production, and sound engineering, and an impressively humble and well-spoken brother, the one and only Joshua the Beast Chisanga. Hey, also hey. known as Josh. Yeah. Josh yeah, Karibusana. Oh, what an <laughs> inch. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Deserving of a king, bro. Hey, man. Definitely. Hey, 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 lion, man. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for making time to do this. 1%. You yeah, have a very ki- busy, busy schedule. And yeah. so we appreciate uh, you taking the time off to come and talk to us. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was telling Kigondo that, you know, we've been planning to have. So, Busy Being Born is about highlighting. Um, African excellence, spotlighting mm. African excellence. And yeah. so we've gone into different um, areas of excellence and we've not had a proper sportsman. And mm. that being an area that I'm very keen on, I was like, yeah, one of these days we're going to have a rugby guy. And it was just about getting the right one. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, thanks for taking the time to do this. Yeah. Mm. Where do we start? Hey, we could start anywhere, yeah. bro. Because uh, first of all, this is one of the, like every other guest, I guess, but this is one of the most travel guests. Yep. Uh, clearly, this is one who's totally into fitness and all that. Even by the water, Nico, imagine to mempati itatosha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even before we go to routines mm. and history, let's start it as simple as. Like you said, thanks for making the time. Yeah. So right before you came in, mm-hmm. uh, how did your morning look like today? Twanza two up or very basically? Thursday. Well, on th- first of all, thank you for having me. Is it wrong? Yeah. We are honored. Honored. Yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thursdays, I'm lucky enough not to be at work. 
right? So I don't really work on Thursday, mm-hmm. but it's my it's my heavier training day compared to every other day in the week. So my day started at what about quarter past three? Um, a.m. Yeah, a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, had to go. I had to be in by. Had to be in the weight room by four a.m. Um, had a bit of mobility. Um, just prepping for my session at seven. Then I had breakfast at about half five. Yeah, and then uh, just hydrated. Uh, went through my session, prepped for it, and then started at seven. Yeah, that's what. Then you know fought my way through the session because it was a bit of a difficult day but those happen yeah then after that i came here wow yeah just for context yeah we're recording this at about midday so that means that you've been up for what eight hours already yeah Uh, more than eight hours you put in work for eight hours yeah bro what are you training for the olympics actually um i'd like to I've I've changed disciplines, right? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned in the intro. Um, I've done rugby for most of, of my life. Yeah. Coming up, I had a background in a bit of everything. Yeah. But I went with rugby. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like rugby chose me, and we just clicked, right? So yeah. Right after preschool, I just went straight into rugby, and it's been great, right? Um, went to high school in UG. Yeah, did a bit of damage there on the field. <laughs> Came back home, <laughs> U19. <sighs> Until what, November of last year? I felt, I just, I couldn't, I felt like, you know, I'm working on my retirement plan, you know. My heart is really into developing upcoming sportsmen, athletes. Athletes, yeah. yeah. And I felt like there was, there was this thing, so... 4H Reg you mentioned is um, um, a fitness consultancy that I'm involved with, right? So what we do there is just like spot talent and then develop it under whatever discipline it is, right? Yeah, and I felt like at some point, rugby and that were clashing and I found myself in difficult situations or positions having to choose between the two. Um, Yeah, so I felt, you know, I'd have more impact on the game as a coach rather than a player. Not to say that I'm retired. I'm just setting it up so we don't have to fight for attention, so to say. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could go in you a could, couple of tangents. So many tangents, but yeah. then, you know, let's throw it back um, for some maybe chronological order. Yeah, you mentioned Uganda. How did you find yourself in Uganda in the first place? I was naughty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was naughty. Yeah. So um, I became a bit of a handful, and the natures of the nature of my parents' work was like it involves a lot. It involved a lot of traveling. Uh, so they were like, you know what, <laughs> you're going to Uganda mm-hmm. for high school. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to Uganda. You know, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be like punishment. You know, if I'm being honest, but it was like I, f- I felt like I needed that because then I discovered who I could. I discovered the rugby player in in Uganda because that's when I played. That's where I played like serious rugby, or rather, that's where everything was developed. You know, yes, I was playing with other Kenyans, right? Other Kenyans taught me how to play the game, like 
you know, sharpened my skill. But that's that's pretty much where I discovered myself as a rugby player. And uh, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at what point did you feel the click? Um, you said, you, you mentioned something very interesting that mm. we were discussing before we started recording about certain things choosing you because of the illusion of free will, but we think that we are choosing them. Yeah. yeah. So rugby chose you. Yeah. We can say that maybe mm. to some extent conclusively. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at what point did you feel that pull and just clicked? Okay. So uh, in high school or even in preschool, I was, I made it to, I made the school team for several disciplines, right? I was a sprinter. <laughs> I played volleyball to a good level. I played soccer. I played basketball. So even in high school, I was torn between like playing basketball or playing like rugby. And my soccer wasn't that bad, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. You're I was, not feeling it. No, I wasn't into it like that. You know, I was into it, but I was, I was above average, but that's, that's it. That's it. I didn't really think much of it. Right. And unfortunately or fortunately, I was like a walking foul. <laughs> on the court, <laughs> on the court. So okay. the court, the coach then was just like, "Listen, mm. come, let me introduce you to someone." And he went on to introduce me to the um, rugby captain. Yeah, yeah, uh, Malon Ondiegi. He played for Mwamba. He was our captain, so he was like, "Yeah, yeah young talk, mm-hmm. grow, mm-hmm. Kesho. Yeah. like I sweet." So yeah. that and that, and then you know we started like that, and I was, I was, I was big and quick. And that was great for them. Yep. It's like you're big and you're quick. Just get the ball to him. Just get the ball to yeah. him. And that 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 was that became our new game plan. So I was I think I was the only year eight to be on the national team starting. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I, I got really expo- I got exposed quickly and I my knowledge in the game just grew because I was spending time with you know, year 13s on, on, on the training field. And that's the competition I had. So basically I'm 14 and I'm playing 18 year olds. Yeah, that's that's what it was. So mm. I feel like, you know, I wouldn't change anything as far as going to Uganda because I feel it gives me an, it gave me an advantage. Yeah. So I say playing with people, you know, four classes above me, whereas I'd have struggled otherwise to even like make it to the training squad. You know, just because, you know, you're new. Mm. Wait your turn. Mm. But who knows, right? But it happened like that and... Worked out. Yeah, it worked worked out. 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 How long were you in Uganda? Four years. Okay. Yeah, four years. I was in Uganda for four years and then I came back home. I was keen to come back home because I had a plan. I had a plan. Mm. Music is my first love, yeah? So I had a plan. I wanted to come back play for homeboys so that i can so this is when homeboys was just had just been set up as a a rugby club yeah yeah it was like the second year of homeboys playing so i was in i was in school and i heard about it i was like bingo that's exactly what i'm gonna play for because the way it was looking my captain was a mamba player you know so probably i'd have played for mamba right because i didn't have a preference and i was stuck between actually coming home or staying there because you know as a promising player from high school clubs are looking at you they're mm. like hey what's your plan mm-hmm. come play for us george scott 
He's a Kenyan who plays for Uganda. Yeah. Who played for Uganda. He, he he played for Harlequins for maybe a for, few. No, Mwamba actually. He came to Harlequins as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think on loan for a season or two. Oh, sweet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, Scott Oluwatch, right? Yeah, yeah. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he came. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a proper back row. Yeah. Yeah. Big back yeah, row. That massive. One, yeah. <laughs> massive. Yeah. So he coached me in high school ah. as well. So we used to have like um players from clubs who would come and just like coach us. They were really looking for prospects for the clubs that they were playing for, and at the time we really had a good relationship with Macquarie University, Impis at the time. Mm. Yeah, so you know, a lot of our old boys went to Impis, so they would come back and would have like games against them, you know, because these are like year twelves, year thirteens, you know, they're they're about what a year or two years away from playing that league anyway, but there was year nine playing against university guys yeah. right so advantage to me anyway so um yeah so i was stuck between coming home staying there for a club because the offers were pretty good and you have gone to Makerere and played for, yeah. for the team there yeah, got but a scholarship. I, was, I yeah. wasn't interested i just didn't want it i i knew i wanted to come back play rugby and produce music yeah produce music so, and the best production house you know as far as music is concerned then or at least in my opinion was homeboys right so i was like yeah i just want to go back you know get affiliated to homeboys get in there and start doing my thing i was pretty sure of what i wanted to do right so i came back and i found out where homeboys was training and i made my way there but i didn't know which day i was just told yeah they train at um the nairobi university grounds so i went there on a i think it was when was it i think it was a tuesday a Tuesday, I think it was a Tuesday or a Thursday. I'm not really sure. I can't quite remember. I got there, people were changing, so I got changed, hopped in. Training went great. I think it was a Thursday. <laughs> it was a Thursday <laughs> when there's team naming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, a bit of contact. It's Thursday. I didn't know this, but Thursday was like the day mm-hmm. when they they pick players. So <laughs> there's a lot of contact, <laughs> and I loved me some contact. Every right? player was trying yeah. to prove themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so that wasn't new for me. Like I, 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 I was already playing with like university players, so it wasn't really anything new to me. So I got in there, and are you even twenty at this point? Yeah, that's, no, that's I'm <laughs> around. How old I'm, are you now? I'm eighteen. You're eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I'm eighteen, and I made the team on and your first day of practice. Yeah, yeah, and then at the end of it, so there's like a team call. And it's like, S-S-S Chuma. I'm like, wait, 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 S Chuma. So I'm like, wait, isn't this homeboys? They're like, no, bro, homeboys, they train tomorrow. I'm like, God, you must be kidding. So I'm like, hey, sweet. Mm-hmm. I made the team. I'm excited, you know, first touch of the ball. And here I am. I'm going to play for a club, for, a univer- for, 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 you know, the Nairobi University. So I was like, yeah, sweet. Why not? Right. My plan was on hold. Mm. Like, let's see what happens. <laughs> so let me There's play. a game on Saturday. Let's yeah, play. Yeah, let's play. Let's yeah. play. Yeah. So anyway, the game came. I played, and after that game, um, someone mentioned, "Hey, um, how old are you? Because the trials tomorrow for like Kenya under 19. <laughs> if you're of age, you should go. Like, yeah, one percent. So Sunday morning, morph uh, to the union. Yeah. It's did you have did, sorry? Did you have a good game on Saturday? Yeah, had against a, had a good game. Strathmore, right? Uh, no, it wasn't Strath. What was it? Who was it? It was 
was it? You know what? I got named on the bench for not Chairman's Cup, the other one. Mwamba Cup. Not so the not Mwamba Cup. So Chairman's Cup. Ah, Chairman's Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um it was an enterprise. It wasn't a chairman or enterprise, right? So I was on the bench for machine against Impala. Impala. Yeah. yeah. And then I got on for like 20 minutes, which pissed me off. I was like, listen, there was a Mwamba Cup game that I would have started. Yeah, Why didn't you yeah. play that one? Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I was asked to go for trials the next day. So I went for trials. Trials went well. Or at least I thought it went well, right? And then, yeah, I got kicked out of training. <laughs> 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 Hold that. Though. We're coming to that story, but uh, le- let's just maybe highlight a few pieces from your time in Uganda. Mm. Um, you and rugby. You mentioned that there was the contact piece, yeah. which you're really good at because you're already big enough. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you think there are any? What other things made you um, stand out or come to the level that you came to at year nine playing with the other teams, other than your size? Mm. Uh, are there any pieces that you can recall and say, okay, um, this was very intentional, yeah. and this is how. I was able to get to that level um, or was it just because of um, your natural mm. abilities that you didn't maybe have to um, so deliberately think about? I have a problem. I believe in myself a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I don't, I, I, you know, they gave me clear instructions and I'm, I'm that kind of person. If you, if you give me instruction, I aim to follow to the letter. Right. And they were like, listen, We'll pass you the ball. You run through them, okay? Cool. <laughs> it was pretty clear. There was, there was nothing complicated. Like, listen, you're already, you're good at running through people. So you're, what we'll do, you're quick. If you have space, go. If if they're in front of you, run through them. Let nobody put you down. I was like, yeah, I could do that. And I did it well. And they were happy with it. So they, that was our game plan. You kept doing it. Yeah, yeah. Just give it to Josh. Mm-hmm. Run through them. What position mm-hmm. were you playing them? I was I was playing on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing on the wing. And this was sevens as well, yeah. So yeah, um 14 turning 15. I feel like I feel I feel like Lomo because Lomo is the one that got me into it. Like so I'm like, yo, there's no way mm. you're putting me down. Because I've just watched Lomo on mm-hmm. YouTube and you I didn't see anybody put him down. So how are you gonna Yeah? So that that was pretty much it. My I feel like it looking back i would say it's my self-belief and the person whom i looked up to a role model yeah mm, role model mm, so yeah i, I, I aimed yeah i aimed to play just like him right i aimed so there, there was a few of them right i had john alone i had jerry collins right just and 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 shabal so pretty crazy people but that's pretty much what I saw a bit of me in all mm, of them. So. Yeah, mm. you had the physique, you had the pace. Yeah. So why can't you be yeah, like them? The physicality. Yeah. Like, yeah. What about uh, technique? Did you notice a difference between uh, your early days here back mm. home and mm. what you used to do in Uganda? Was there anything you're like, oh, okay, for this guy is slightly different? Yeah. Um, the only thing that I'm not happy about my introduction to rugby is i wasn't really they you know we didn't really have a coach coach you know it was like a senior player who plays club back, back at home taking the mantle of a coach right mm. so and this is ug or kenya this is back mm. in ug right? okay so it was the most experienced person there who coached but he's just a player right and 
So he, so I didn't really learn how to pass the ball. I, that just happened. The foundation, yeah, the, the fundamentals. Yeah. yeah, nobody really took time with with it. So they saw what I was capable of, and they were like, "Hey, you got good eye hand eye uh, hand coordination. So what we're gonna do is you can can you catch the ball? You can catch the ball. Can you run? You can run. Can you step? Yes, you're agile, and you're powerful. So just run through them. So nobody really took time and said, "Listen, this is how you tackle." This is how you pass the ball. So I'd make a tackle and I'm like, okay, just take it a bit lower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it wasn't really, it's like the examples were, I'm like, oh, I swear. So, what was this? I'm like, I'm the same guy. But this was a Goldberg. Do you know? Yeah, so. Yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg was the guy for the spear. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You speak, you're a big one. Bass. I'm like, I'm like, all right, sweet, let's do it. Say no more. Say no more. Let's go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then also, I'm a visual learner. So I, I watched a few games mm. and I picked onto it. Right? But some things you have to be taught, right? Mm. Like, some some things need attention. Like, the detail of it is a bit complicated. Yeah. Right? Not complicated, but it's delicate. So you, if you don't understand it when you start, you might struggle with it in the yeah. future. Like a simple right? catch and pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems simple, but it's not. It's the difference between a good player and a great player, right? Yeah, and that's the one. I really started practicing skills intentionally when I started playing in Kenya. When you're yeah. back in Kenya. When I, when I was back in Kenya. That's, mm. when, that's when I remember, like, being stressed about it. Joshua, pass the ball. Joshua, offload. Joshua. All the time, right? And that almost came in the way of me making the squad, right? Because of my foundation made me a one-dimensional player. I'm great at it, but we can almost tell what you're going to do. Right? Very predictable. Yeah, yeah. You will either tuck it in and just run hard, which we can kind of prepare for, right? So if you just had that little element of showing and being a bit evasive, you know, it would make a difference. So it really limited my game early on, right? And then I understood it. And then I started putting work and yeah, it mm. got better. It's not what it could be or what it could have become, but it became something. It yeah, got better. Some, yeah, improvement. Yeah. Especially because uh, uh, some of those elements mm. much more likely to be improved if the teaching is done at a very young age. True. So maybe if, if at 14 mm-hmm. or 13 when you get just getting started, had you been coached very well about the skills, then because you're very neuroplastic, mm. then you'd have become really, really good at the basic. Yeah, I yeah. believe that to be true. I mm. feel like it's true. Yeah, because once we started doing it, you know, it, it became second nature. And even then, like even when I came back home, right, it was like mostly just like under 19. That's where we kind of like focused on it. And when I say focused on it, it's like, it's part of the warm up. We're gonna do a few passes. So it's not really, oh, you left passes weak. So let's, let me take you to the side and then just work on it. And you know, just work on the hand placement, how you receive, how you shift it on. I promise you, I feel like the first time, hmm, the first time we really put an emphasis on that, I think it was like South Africa. <laughs> yeah, Vodacom Cup, 2013. Mm. So this is years later. This is years later. Yeah. 
you know. And you've been playing rugby for and how many years now? Almost, you know, five, six years. Yeah. And Club that's rugby. When, yeah, that, and that's when it's coming up. Like, this guy in South Africa is like, yo, your skills are shite. So oh, you need to man. work on mm. them, you know. Um, yeah. And that wow. wasn't enough still. Like, do you, do you understand? Because <laughs> when you're tired, you go back to what you know. Mm. What do you I default. Know? Yeah, yeah, you mm. default to, you go back to the default, which is mm. for me, Tuck you run hard. <laughs> tap the ball in one hard. The thing. Yeah, you know, I, mm. that's that's what I know how to do. Like, you know, so if that option of like that extra pass was always there from the onset, I felt like it could have been mm. different. Which mm. is what really I'm trying to achieve with the players that I'm working with. Yeah. Full circle, no, man. Yeah, comes full circle. Question: hmm. uh, How soon do you start feeling the pressure to? and learn things yeah is yeah. it uh is it a year back home or is it five years later in south africa when you're like consciously okay now i need to really and learn some of the things i've uh clinged on to mm. yeah mm. um honestly i didn't feel the pressure really until newcastle okay yeah because I, I could get away with it yeah you know not to brag, but nobody was gonna run through me or run as hard as me. Yeah, I made sure of that. Like I put in the work. I was like, I'm going to be so good at this. When you think of a number eight, you can only think of me. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Unless I'm like injured, you can't think of anybody else. That was my only goal. Mm. My goal was when the coach is naming the team, he starts with my name because he's sure of that, right? Yeah. Because nobody's gonna outwork me. No, nobody will give him what I'm giving him. So that's my, that was my goal. So I solidified that skill, harnessed it, and used it against anyone. Like I, I believe that one on one, bring anyone you want. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. You bring them one on one. Nobody's putting me down. Like that's just what I went for, right? So I did everything possible to make sure that was me every single time, right? Until. I met my match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <This is> years <laughs> later. Years later. <laughs> yeah. When right? you go pro. You had, every, because um, whatever you had and mm-hmm. all the work ethic that you'd put in and your natural talent, you seek everything, it could get you through our kind of league, right? Maybe a number It could league. get me through even Actually, that become league. the best. Yeah. yeah. It could get me through that league. But the problem is, you have someone who can kind of do what you can do, mm-hmm. but offers extra. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They've got that little extra pass mm-hmm. that could be the game changer. Mm. Right? So it's like, yeah, but, you know? So now, you have to be aggressive with those skills. Yes. First three months mm-hmm. at Newcastle, I just I was just passing the ball and catching the ball, and passing <laughs> the ball and catching the ball. We know you can run through people. Yeah, Please don't we, do it. Yeah. No, like, let's focus on other things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mate, you can run through walls. We have no doubt of that. But it's not enough. I need to be sure that if I need to make that pass, you'll make it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Okay. That was an eye open now. Like, wow. wow. And this is years later mm-hmm. down the line. Okay. So still around the, the beginnings of the journey, yeah? Yeah. Um, especially at school when you're younger, mm. you're definitely getting hurt. There's a tear here or something like that. How are you handling this? I'm lucky enough not have gotten injured in high school. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I had a little, I had niggles here and there because of my style of play, but. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't really. And, and piggybacking on that, yeah. was it because you're just lucky or had you started aggressive conditioning by then? No conditioning. Just no way. No conditioning, I promise you. So it was just natural and yeah, just and, you know yeah. push ups shreds of luck push ups and <laughs> push ups and lots of running that's yeah. it yeah. yeah um look it's high school you know it's there's no conditioning it's high school in twenty what two or eight or something like that mm-hmm. there's no conditioning there's barely conditioning in high school now yeah right yeah right so it's it's oh just be fit be fit and be strong. And it's easier relative, to be fit at that age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, relative to the to to the to the to the field, I had an advantage, right? I was just a little bit bigger, just a little bit stronger, and just as fast as everybody else. But because I'm a little bit bigger, it looks like I'm flying. Mm-hmm. But honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just you're a bit scared of me, so yeah. you might just let me pass and. You give me two steps, you'll never catch up. So it looks like, wow, he's he's good. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's just like mm. fine, but also you could have done it. But you know, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Is there and, and wrapping up on this first part of your journey? Mm. Is there anything that, looking back at your time in Uganda and the formative ages, that you wish you'd have done differently? We've talked about the skills, mm. huh? but anything else that might have been within your control that you look back and say, okay, not necessarily in regret, mm. but just as you know, a mental point somewhere. Yeah. Um, apart from the skills, I had a great time, actually. <laughs> a great time. Honestly, I had a great time. I had great coaches. I was coached by Seguia. You know, I was coached by Danny, um, what's his name? George Scott. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was coached by Wakaraj, Michael. Michael. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was coached by Michael Wakaraj. I played with Philip Wakaraj. I can't really complain. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. It, mm. was, it was necessary. My interactions then prepared me for the national team back here 100 percent because all the guys who so most of the guys who so say scott and seguia seguia was the most decorated african let's say east african rugby player at the time right or african rugby player apart from like south, south africans Africa. at so, the time yeah, Sub-Sahara. <clears throat> yeah um he'd play for, he'd played for the african leopards like he'd captain them and he, this is the guy that I'm getting like knowledge from, you know, uh, Scott, Scott was the best thing Uganda had to offer as far as like back rows or rugby yep. players is concerned. Scott, Scott was a superstar in Uganda, right? Mm. Still is to be honest. He's going for the, for the Africa qualifiers right now. He's in the squad. Oh, is he? He is. Bro, that's he mad. He is, yeah. Is and he? that guy is like what, almost 40. He coached me in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, he, he takes care of himself. Scott was like one of the first people in rugby, like even East African rugby to be like that condition. He looked international, even though he wasn't like, you know. Um, so my time in Uganda was great. You know, it prepared me. Most of the guys, apart from like Scott and Seguia, most of the guys who came with them or who played for Impes or who played for the clubs then whom I played against, they were really on the door as well, knock, knock, knocking on the door for the national team. And so when when they made it, so they made it maybe two, three years before me, right? Before I made the national team. And by the time I was making the national team, they were the Ugandan team. Mm-hmm. Like it was, ooh, them guys. It was Michael, right? Wakaraj. It was, what's that look? 
it was them guys, right? They were the team. They were, they used to threaten us. And I'm like, ah, these guys, <laughs> right? It's like, I've, I've already played them, mm. right? So my first cup was against UG. You know, at, you first connect them. Yeah, my yeah, first international yeah. cup was against UG at Kasarani. Um, you remember that game? Right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that game. So, mm-hmm. it, so it's players you've played with. I, I've, these, are, these are people. So there's a bit of pressure because it's like, oh yeah, these guys coached me as well. You know. Yeah. So on the field, they're like, "Yo, young duck, like, <laughs> you know, I don't rugby." Like, oh, come on, bro. Hashima. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you know. So I felt like that journey prepared me for the step I was about to make. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and closing that loop, mm. you went to Uganda, be- your parents took you to Uganda because you're a naughty boy. Yeah. Uh, did that change? Did, how, how how did they feel after um, that period? They, they felt the same way. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't think I was naughty. I feel like I was mainly misunderstood, mm. but you know, so, because I haven't changed. I don't think I've changed, mm. but I feel like they came to terms with what I wanted and, who I was, which is not necessarily what they would have wanted for me or, you know, or the, the, the mental picture of me. I don't know, but yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I really don't feel that I've changed because the problem is I did what I want. I did what I wanted to do when, how I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go there. I'll probably go, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm, probably. I think I'll be a sports athlete, person. Yeah, yeah mm. or a musician. It's like, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, you know, things like that. And, and you know, it's, you feel, uh, from a young age, it's like, you feel like that, but... but <laughs> Your parents yeah. don't. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm still yeah. going to do it. In their eyes, you're walking foul. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, yeah. what where, where did go wrong with you? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like, you didn't go... Okay, you know what? Maybe one day you'll understand. Mm. And Yeah, now that you're here, do they yeah. understand now? I think they don't have a choice. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I feel like they they understand. I think they understand. Or rather, they see it sometimes. Because yeah. we still have those discussions like, okay, so, okay, fine. Sports is out of the way. You're not playing anymore. Or so you clear. I'm like, yeah, but, so what's next? And I tell them what's next. They're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uganda now. <laughs> yeah, so but unfortunately the power they, they no longer have yep, the power for yep, that. So yep. it's it's a bit annoying, right? But you know when when England happened, it's mm. like, oh okay. So you're really serious about this thing then, are you? I'm like, yeah, actually I am. You know, so it's been an it's been it's been funny. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We'll come back and, and maybe double click a bit more on the relationship. Family dynamics. Yeah, the family mm. dynamics and that relationship. Okay. So thanks for the lessons at that time. Mm. Homeboys now. Yeah. So after that first weekend, you you named on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you first of all go from machine as Schumer, absolute, yeah. to homeboys? Um do do the under nineteens happen first? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. They so do. it's under nineteens, then, then homeboys. homeboys. So okay. finally, so um so I make it to training under 19s, right? So the first cut is done and I barely make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think it's because nobody knew of me. So it's not because of no, your physique, they didn't, they your skills, your fitness? No, they just didn't know me, you know? Everybody there played in Kenya. So whenever the coaches would travel to watch high school rugby, mm-hmm. they'd seen them, they had projects, they had prospects. 
and then here comes this lad from Uganda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do we do with him type thing? And I kind of tick the boxes, but I'm a back. I'm shaped like a forward. You know, I play 12, 13, and 11. And I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah. That's 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 what I play. So at the time, it's Mitch and Pau who, who are coaching the team, mm-hmm. right? Paul Murunga. Paul Murunga and uh, Mitch Ochola. Um, yeah, uh, we, we, I don't know, it's just, it's not smooth for me, you know, it's, I'm not really accepted, so to say, right? So I got, I get kicked out of training a few times. Honestly, I can't tell you why. Yeah, that just that like, was going to be my it, question. Do they tell, give you reasons? No, no, no. It's just, Mitch is a very strict coach, yeah? And he has, he has his own method, Right. And if you do one thing that he's not happy with, he might not even tell you what the thing is. And he'll just be like, Joshua, go home. And mm. I'm just like, what did I do? Like, I'm oh, fine, mm. Swain. So, I, um, so I'm kicked out of training this. So the, the squad is pretty much done, right? And I'm being bounced between six and 12. Okay, it's like... So six, six is a flanker. A flanker, yeah. yeah. So it's like, Joshua six, Joshua eight, Joshua 12. It's a bit frustrating, right? Um, so, say, I feel like he's under pressure or something. I don't know. And one of one of those times, he just because it's a bit, a bit, it's a bit much for me. I don't really have the basics to, you know. The only thing that that's keeping me alive in the team is I'm a quick learner and. I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm big and strong. That's it. That's why I can and you're fast. play twelve. Yeah, and I'm quick. I can play twelve. I can play six. I can play, play twelve. I can play six. You know, I can spear people, right? <laughs> and I can run through them. So I'm a perfect six. But also, I'm kind of like a perfect twelve. So they they don't really know what to do with me because the only thing that they don't have from me as a twelve is that little extra pass. Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm agile enough, I'm quick enough, and I'm strong enough. But that extra, that that little offload, and then at the time, you know, Wells was, you know, you know, Wells was uh putting his hand up for twelve. Billy, Billy the kid, Billy the kid. Mm-hmm. So it's it's either me or Billy. So it's either I go twelve or we fight for that position for that for that jersey, right? And Billy has been a prospect for time because he. You know, they know him. They've seen him since, since, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think I'm just a bit indisciplined, right? <laughs> That's a lot of self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit indisciplined. You know, I have, I have, I'm, I'm opinionated, so I'll ask questions or give comments. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily <laughs> like it, right? So it's really easy for me to be found, you know, on the wrong end, just like kicked out of training. Yeah, to be thought of as yeah, abrasive. Yeah. Like this guy. <laughs> go think about what you're doing. So I sit there. A very good friend of mine is like, yeah, just don't go. Just go, just sit there. He'll call you back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a test. So he calls me back. He's like six. Whoa. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So finally end up playing six. Yeah. Uh, I talk to Zim. So... We play Zim. We play in Zim. I think we play Zambia, Uganda, and someone else, and we win. And so we go from tier two to 
I remember that's when we got the promotion. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. the promotion. Yeah. And then, so at this point, Power has already spoken to me. He's like, listen, what's your plan? Are you are you in school at your end? Or well, what's, what's the deal? I'm like, actually, <laughs> I was trying to come to Homeboys, but I just went on this, you know, on a... Power was the homeboys coach as well. Yeah, he was yeah. the homeboys coach as well at the time. So he's like, oh, so, yeah. So that's 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 your deal. Like, yeah, that's that's actually what I want. So, so I don't disclose what I really want. So I'm just like, yeah, I just want to play for homeboys. <laughs> what yeah. you really want is a music production. Yeah, yeah. I want it. Uh, yeah, but I want to prove myself first so that when I ask, mm. it's not mm. it's not anything. You know, they'll, they'll go to the length to do it for me, mm. right? So... Yeah, um, I talk, he speaks to me a few days before we travel. And when I come back, when we come back rather, I make the switch. Because it wasn't, look, I enjoyed my time at Machine, I really did. It, it was... How many games did you play? I, thought, I, I think I played three games for Machine. So I played, so after, I, after being kicked out of training, yeah, that weekend we're playing Strath. And I was like, I'm about to stress this coach. Wait, <laughs> you wait, right? You wait. I had him. I had it out for him because even when I was called back into it, it wasn't like I'm in. It was like, yeah, I kind of need someone here right now. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I was like, you you having doubts about me? Hold on, I'll man. show you. I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you what I'm made of. So after that game. Oh, I had a, I had a, I had a great yeah. game. Had, Did you play uh, flanker or no, center? I played center. Center. Huh? I played center and I had a great game. Yeah. Right. I think a hat trick of tries. Yeah. And so after after the game is like, get it easy. Like, all right, coach, I'll be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now our relationship is a bit different at this point. Yeah, he's considering me a bit more after seeing me in action because I I'd always suspected the problem is he doesn't know what will happen when it's a full game. Like he doesn't really he hasn't seen me play. Yeah. And then he saw me play and then we were a bit better. So, mm. yeah. But he used to tell me, I don't know what I'll do with you. Are you a 6 or a 12? You need to make that choice. I'm like, but you're the coach. You're the coach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If you tell me 12, I'll go 12. If you tell me 6, I'll go 6. But yeah, so finally, they made a decision. They played me at 6. So I stayed there for a while, you know. But I still I still yeah. wanted to be low more. Yeah. The requirements of 6 and 12, mm. or flankers and centers, mm. they don't differ that much. Yeah. Um, especially from a physical approach to the game, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what are the, and maybe sorry to nerd out a bit on rugby, mm. but what does the variation coming because obviously later on you'd go on to a pro level and you mm. understand rugby more and more. Mm -hmm. What are the differences in terms of the technical requirements for 6, 7 and 12, 13? Well, um, for, for a 12, for example, yeah, a, a 12 compared to a 6, the difference between the two is just a 12 is a bit more skillful than a 6 <laughs> in some, in some occasions or depends on the individuals, but, <clears throat> a twelve is a bit more skillful than a six. A six is a bit more is a bit stronger than a twelve, right? So um, a flanker would be a slower center, mm. a slower, less skillful center, right? Whereas a twelve is a bit of a playmaker. You know, they can take contact, 
but they they have the skill to like get themselves out of it as well and they can be fast receiver as well yeah, they can be fast receiver whereas with a six you can't always trust them much fast receiver mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so that's the difference is just like um physical capability and so physical capability in terms of um a 12 is a bit more uh, rather a six is a bit more physical compared to a 12 and a 12 is a quicker lighter version of a six type yeah. thing yeah, yeah. The reason I ask that is because there's you and um, our mutual friend Patrice as well, who's yeah, I think who's played at twelve and then at twelve and come, six come back to six, yeah, yeah. So, so you remind me of him as well, yeah. yeah. So you know the job description is nearly the same; mm. it's just you're in a different department and changing up a few a few things. Yeah, mm, that's what's up. Okay, let's let's keep going with the story as yeah. well. Um, we're at homeboys, homeboys now. now. Yeah. Yes, we're homeboys. Um. Yeah, well, homeboys, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming big, yeah? I'm dreaming. I, I and you're playing big as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm still the same guy. I'm still the same guy from <laughs> running through us. I am not <laughs> backing down for <laughs> anybody. And then I have Pau in my corner. Pau will just make your head big because he's like, oh, I'll send him a mother. He will just pump you. Pau, you know? He's never changed. He's not changed a bit, <laughs> right? He's like, mm-hmm. and that's him, you know, and pff, as a young He'll player, gas you up, yeah. I'm gust. A 19, 20 year old. Oh, I'm gust, bro, because <laughs> I want it. I, I I want the national team. That's why I came. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm, we've done club, all right? We've done U19. They promised us things that they didn't deliver. Like, yes, cool. Let's go for it. Fine. Who's got that jersey? The 12 jersey is mine. I'm coming for it, you know? So I don't really care who's in it. Like, at the time, I was either going to play 11 or 12, right? And who was 12? I think it was Patrice. Patrice, yeah. It was Patrice, and the wing was um, Aboga. Aboga. Yeah. yeah. It was Patrice and Aboga. And I didn't care. It was like, listen, I don't care where you put me. Just place me somewhere, because I'm coming, right? Uh... We're in Akuru. We're playing tens. Is it tens? Tens or sevens? And I tear my ACL. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Same weekend, I get both call-ups. Sevens and fifteens. Do they know that UCL is... They don't know, but the club receives them. Mm. And then I'm injured, isn't it? I'm out for at least nine months. Wow. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So you've worked hard. <clears throat> super Kenya series Cup, is coming yeah, up. Super series come, that, super series, super series, yeah. I'm selected for super series. The, so three call-ups, right? I'm selected for super series. I'm selected for fifteens and sevens, but I'm injured. Oof. I, I, I tore my ACL. And, I and can't walk. Are they saying are they calling you as a twelve or as a six? A twelve. A twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So all these all the games leading up to the call-ups, you're playing twelve for homeboys. I'm playing 11. You're playing 11? 11, 12, <laughs> 11, 12, 11, 12. And then boom, here we are. All right, come, let's try this. The international season is about up. Yeah. You've been called up to um, the franchise. And Simbas yeah, and 7s. And 7s. Oh. Let's go. Guess what? I can't <laughs> go. <laughs> I can't go. I did my knee. Oh, Complete tear. Nine man. months. 
at least after surgery. After surgery. Bro. How, how do you deal with that? Hmm. Wow, damn man, it was a dark time for me. I I didn't know how to deal with that. I've come from a place where I had niggles that I could shake off and still play. Invincible, bro. And now I can't walk. I can barely put any pressure on my foot. I can barely straighten my leg. I am in pain like it's mad, right? So I'm confused. Can't tell my mom. You're mm. mad. <laughs> she's she's happy about that no she's not happy but she's like so what's the what's the verdict it's like oh i need to go for surgery it's like what happens if you don't go for surgery <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor is like listen if if you want to play competitive sports you've got to have a reconstruction if not hey do rehab give it a few months a few years you'll be fine but you can't Yeah, competitive you can't sport do, anymore. Yeah, you can't because your knee will buckle. You can't play competitive sports. And mom is like, yeah, you don't need competitive sports. <laughs> you know? Um she's fine with it. She's like, yeah, cool. She's hoping that yeah, yeah. she's she's sure she's not going to pay for it. So now it's like, ooh, I hope the club's going to pay for it because I'm not done. Cuz I, you know, it happened and I'm like Come on, man. Yeah. Can we strap this and play? No, you can barely walk. What's wrong with you? So I really delay the process. I I delay. I'm hurt. Emotionally, physically. Physically. Maybe even mentally. I'm 19, yo. I just want to play. Yeah. But I yeah, am. I've got a potential surgery that I don't want to go for. Right? So I'm just hoping that I can just like get better and just like play. So I'm going for second opinions like I'm just like I'm spending time I'm sp- I'm spending time with doctors just with the big surgeons like yo is there another way? Like no bro, it's a complete tear. Oof. You've got to go under the knife if you want to play. You don't have to, but if you want to play, this has to happen. This has mm. to happen. So yeah, so um so I took a bit of time away from the game and just like just like chill really as I think about it. Are you living at home now? No. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not living at home. As soon as I was 18 I moved out. Cuz I felt like being home would stand in my way. Mm. You know, I wanted to be closer to training. I wanted to wake up in the morning, go train go back home sleep wake you're up again you're going for it like i wanted it you know i'm watching i'm watching a burger he's got a big boot like i got to be able to kick like that i can already run and run through people i can tackle but i can't kick like him so <laughs> let's go kick so i'm kicking i am kicking that ball like cuz that guy would kick the ball from the five to the five yep. he had a big boot right so i was like yeah that's who i'm coming for right i'm doing my agility i'm working on my fitness we're doing morning runs like i'm going for it but unfortunately it doesn't happen the way i saw it happening yeah. right mm. so you go you go home how does home look for you is it a room you've gotten somewhere yeah yeah someone um, i'm living with 
I'm living with I'm living with Augustine Lugonzo. Lu- <laughs> so another player. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. Mavala. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mavala. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah, yeah. That, um they ones, eh? They ones, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, mm-hmm. right? So I'm living with them too. We're somewhere in, we're, we're somewhere where was it called? We're somewhere in satellite. So it's like this is close enough to training. So that's where we're living, right? Um so we train together cuz I just wanted to make a national team. I didn't care which. Augustine was pretty clear he wanted to make the sevens, sevens yeah. right? And Mavala was like, yeah, because him and I both went to um, uh, Zim with the under-19s, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So we're on the same page, like, we're going for it. National team. Yeah, national team. And it was team. a lock then as well. It was a lock mm-hmm. then, yeah. National team, that's what we want. Or at the very least, Bamburi. Yeah, the Super Series. Yeah, so we're really working at it. And then, so we're already starters for homeboys, yeah? We're starting for homeboys every weekend. He's the captain and we're his assistants, yeah? yeah? Then I get injured. So they've got to continue without me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So uh, what's the space like? Is it is it a one-bedroom you guys have? Is it, uh, what's that? What was it? It was like a two-room, isn't it? It was like a two room. Yeah. So we started with like one huge room where it's like you have a bed, I have a bed. Mm-hmm. And we have like cooking space and bathrooms outside, right? Um now we moved to a two bedroom and then we convert the sitting room into a bedroom. Yeah, bedroom so everybody so has, has their own like room. living space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you're when you're down with the injury, mm-hmm. this is where you're living. Yeah, this is where I'm living. And you're seeing the others go. Yeah. I'm seeing the others thing. go. Yeah. But honestly. I feel like it was a blessing in disguise because it gave me time to like focus on production. Uh, so by this time, yeah. you've already gone. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, you're already mm, in the homeboys. Yeah, um, well, when this happened, I was like, okay, sweet. Now I've uh, got time. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I start with MTA. I go in, I do my sound engineering course. And what's MTA? Uh, what was it? Music Technology Academy or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Ah, this yeah. is under homeboys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we do. So I, I go further and like get this um, accreditation test from like South Africa. I pass. I'm good. So I'm just like in the market now, mm-hmm. right? But and I'm so I'm just like focusing on music. I'm working with different producers. I'm going to different places. I've linked up with my boy who um, I used to produce with back in high school. So you know we're doing things. I'm I'm trying to keep myself busy because I can't play. I go to training. I can't run. I haven't made. I need to make a decision on whether or not I'm gonna have this thing done or this is my life now, right? So I just take some time. I take some time with it. I didn't even think of it as taking some time. I was just running from the decision on mm-hmm. whether or not I'm gonna have surgery, right? But also in the back of my mind, I knew. The only reason why these people are housing you or even, you know, putting you through school is because is because you you you're a good player, you play for them. But you're no longer useful. Yeah. So you need to make a choice soon. You, sorry, um I just can't help but think that even at nineteen, mm. you're making some quite smart decisions. You, you, you've always been a thinker, haven't you? Yeah, I'm a thinker. Not much of a planner, but I'm a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one way to go about life. Yeah. Um, I, if, you, if, you, if, if the plan is yours, like we can plan, but 
I'm a thinker and I execute. I yeah. like when we when we're going for it, well, we're going to go for it. We're going to keep you accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because you see it every day and not many 19-year-olds would think through um that whole framework of this is why they're actually housing you, this is why they're taking you to school. Yeah. You can't keep postponing this. Yeah, so I had a choice to make. Mm. Go home, go back home. Yeah. And adhere to the rules or make your own rules. Yeah, mm. I took. I went on the night. Yeah. yeah. So, how long does it take before you now finally make the decision? Oh, it takes long, actually, yeah. about two months. So, I'm good enough to actually come in and play touch. <laughs> and I'm thinking, maybe, You know what? The most painful bit was watching Super Series uh, and the international season. That oh my god, that was that wasn't easy for me. I, I was like, I was supposed wow, to be in there. That's me, yo. Yeah. Mm. That's you're you're wearing my jersey, you. Do you know what I mean? But life. Yeah. Yeah. So you make the decision. Sorry. Um, just leading up to this decision. Mm. Um, other than you thinking through the pros, the cons, the why you have to do it, the why is the why you don't have to do it. Um, are, are there people? your whose whose advice you're looking up to are there people you're talking to other than um the doctors will just tell you hey, by the way it's a binary decision if you want to play go mm. under the knife if you don't play then you can rehab this but are there people within the game outside of the game mentors um honestly no <laughs> it was mm. just it was just my boys you mm-hmm. know and and yeah, they're like sorry but what are they supposed to tell you they're just as young as you yeah. like it's it's pretty clear for me it's either i'm doing it or i'm not doing it mm. i can't play without this you know yeah mm. so so do you do it i do it mm-hmm. i finally make up my mind and i'm like so i went back and played touch and i oh, i felt i was like yo i missed this man mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm going I booked the appointment. I talked to the club. They say they're going to sort it out. I'm happy about that. Did you tell your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's her immediate reaction? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's, she's, she's impartial, but she doesn't know how to feel about it as yeah. well. Like, you know, she, she's given me time. She thought I'll be back, you know, mm. back home and hopefully we can figure something out. Mm. But yeah. I stuck to my guns and could us to the club for paying for it. Mm. So they pay for it and it's expensive as well. Um, yeah. So And then rehab starts. Oh, that's another topic. <sighs> At the time, rehab isn't what it is now. So needless to say, it wasn't good. Yeah. Surgery wasn't good either. Like, What did you do, uh, do the surgery? Nairobi. Nairobi, okay. It's not where, it's who or how they did it. Like, they, there's nothing wrong. They did great. They did a great job because it holds to date, right? But they were not a sports doctor. So they didn't really take into account, like, this guy's going to be changing direction. So I, this thing doesn't need to be as tight as it oh. is. So it's really, really tight. It's really, really firm. But I need, I need some room. So my recovery took that much longer because of the person who did the thing, right? Um, yeah. So I'm tired of waiting. It's nearly ten months out. I'm, I've been I've been out for nearly a year, 
So I'm back. I'm I'm passing the ball. I've started running, you know, with the little rehab that I had access to. And obviously I'm not as quick as I was. Oh. Right. You're only twenty now. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I moved to eight. I'm Okay. This is where the switch happened. Yeah. You moved to So um, I played I I I'm back, like I'm back. I'm I'm playing, I'm ready to play. And I play a, a game at eleven and God I feel slow. Like I mean Are you slow or do you just feel slow? I feel slow, you know. I I'm not used to being beaten on the outside. And now it's happening. Like <laughs> I need I need to be very calculative. And I hate it. And I hate it. And I'm like, nope. Eight. Eight's my favorite number. Yeah. <laughs> like eight. Yeah. yeah. So I talked to coach and I'm like, listen, I just I don't feel quick enough for the wing anymore. So I want to move to eight. Yeah. Like, great. I was wondering how to sell that to you. <laughs> yeah. like, no need to sell. Mm-hmm. So I moved to eight. Yeah. Two games in? Simbas. Two games in. Oh. Yeah. This is all they'd been looking for. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So two games in, Simbas go. Actually, no. Do you know how Simbas happened? I was chilling at home. The league was done. We're waiting for the international season, right? But Jerome has just signed with Kenya. Jerome Powers. Yeah. Yeah. He's just signed with Kenya. He's a new head coach. And Pau is in there somewhere. He's doing something for the national team, mm-hmm. right? Pau is always in there somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Right? So, and I'm, I'm just chilling, yeah? It's me, Mavala, and Agar. We're just chilling. Saturday afternoon. Saturday mid-morning-ish. Got nothing to do. No games to play. So, we're just like bumming. And then, phone rings. It's Pau. It's like, yo, what are you guys up to? Like, no, we're just chilling. It's like, tell you what, come to... Come to Brookhouse. They're looking for opposition. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So our job was to tackle, not attack, do nothing else. They Play wanted D. opposition, right? Just run the defense. That's all we want you to do. Okay, cool, cool. So we're running defense. But I'm like, yo, opportunity, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like they're about to see the best defender they have never seen. Like I'm about to do the job, right? So yeah, we're running defense, and you know they're just running into us, and I am taking names. Mm-hmm. Like no thanks, I'm not here to run defense. I'm here to put my hand up, right? And then there's a loose ball somewhere. Instincts, I just <laughs> pick it up and attack, <laughs> and the high school little boy and we just comes out and I just like run through them and then the whistle goes and it's like turn over put the ball down you're just supposed to run defense I'm like sorry coach (laughs) (laughs) we carry on and leave there satisfied right and then Sunday evening I get wrong I get I get a ring and it's like yo training tomorrow you've made the Simbas Wow! Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he was impressed by yeah, you. Yeah, he likes he you. Asked, he asked who you are, and he wants you to go to the gym on Monday. Like, what time is this? Mm-hmm. It's like six a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, sweet, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And that's how my that's like that's that's how I became a. Very good, fast cup. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, really. At the time, 
the 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 eighth man available like who were putting their hands up as well was like Maxadaka <laughs> it was um Pablo and Opong Opong like, legends yeah. you know like, yeah. I'm like wow damn right I made it I made it over, despite over all, all of them I just I made it I got picked like no way me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. mad <laughs> <laughs> mad all right coach yeah and we go for a 10 and um same same period super series is back guess who mm-hmm. me polo dera is the coach and it's like homeboys kcb and Mwamba, i think it is yeah right no trainers no, anyway, whoever it was. Yeah, it was... I forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Playing six. Yeah. I'm starting. You're starting. I'm like mad. Right? And I feel like all these things that I missed out on are just coming back to me. Right? I'm a bit injured. I'm a bit insecure about my knee. I'm a bit slow. I'm not... As explosive I don't feel, as you do. Nah, I'm, I'm there. Okay. But I don't feel... I don't feel like I just you know I don't feel 100%. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it's a it's a new thing for me where I have to accept that, you know, you've you've got you've got there's some that's there's changed. Some, you, yeah. Yeah. You went through an ACL thing. Yeah. And, and is it just a feeling or let's say for Pau who was coaching you at Homeboys, mm. is it something that was evident that maybe that's it's clear that there's something that's changed about Josh? One thing I one one thing I'd say about Pau Pau believed in me, yeah. Pau believed in me. Pau had no doubt in me. Like, Pau took his time with me, you know. He he gave me an opportunity. He put me on the line all the time. Maybe because he believed I could do the job, or because he saw some, something in me, or maybe because he saw himself in me. Because he, he's were the kind of like the same brand of player yep. when he played, yeah. So it was just like, you're a bit mad and I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. And that was that was enough for me. That was enough. Even after my injury, he still, he didn't look at me any different. He was like, I do big girl, I say. You know what I mean? Like, it was, oh, mother. Hey, I mother. That was him. Like, he didn't treat me any differently. He... He saw the same person. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I needed. Yeah. And yeah, I just went in and went for it. Wow. Yeah. Um, mentally, mm. is there anything that changed other than the awareness of that? Okay, something in my body has shifted. Mm. But mentally, is there anything that changed? Did you lose any um, belief or confidence in yourself? Um, or are you just now uh, maybe more conscious about certain things nah i feel like i i don't like not feeling up to things right so i worked even i worked twice as hard i i worked twice as hard and maybe i did the wrong things in the name of working hard but i worked hard right i knew i had a disadvantage and they would exploit it every single chance they got. So I met the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
all my research pointed to the gym. It's like, yo, you've got to be strong, my boy. Because this thing is not going away. It's going to give you shit for a while. Right? Yeah. So I took care of it the best I could. Yeah. Right? And gave myself a chance every single time. It was heavy strapping on the weekend, but that what that's what the job was at the time, right? So yeah, I, I'm, my mind my mindset didn't really shift. My goals were still the same, right? My goals were still the same. Only now I'm juggling a job and and training, and it's you're no producing longer, now. Yeah, I'm yeah. producing now, right? And it's no longer just rugby. I'm a bit older, right? I've got responsibilities, so it's <laughs> funny. But I'm still a dreamer. I still. I still want to play top flight rugby. I still I still want to solidify my position on the national team. And you know, I I see I see I don't see any different because I'm doing I'm reading up on things and I'm like, yo, this guy is an ACL, that guy and that guy. Dennis Mwanja had what, three ACL surgeries? Like, he was one of the best players. One of the best players, easily. Like there's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, speaking of a music production, when do you fit it in? That was my eight to nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eight five. What? That what did I say? Eight to nine. Eight five. Oh, no 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 no. Not not eight to nine. Eight five. Eight, eight to five. five. Yeah. Well, sometimes nine, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And are you at Homeboys? I'm at you? Homeboys. Okay. Yeah. I'm at Homeboys now. They finally called me in for an internship, and then. Yeah, I got the job a month later. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at Homeboys. I'm doing all the dirty work. Yeah. I'm a junior producer. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm the errand boy, really. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in there. Is there a bit of you that is considering this? Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it because I love music. Yeah. You know? And I used to look forward to just like... There was a time of the day when the studio was all yours, mm-hmm. right? And that that was that was what I looked forward to. Yeah. So it's either before everybody comes in or after everybody has left. On days when I didn't have training in the in the evening, I'd wait for everybody to leave and then I'll stay. Do your thing. Just do my thing. Do your thing. So you're really clearly enjoying I'm, it. Yeah, I'm, I love it. Is there a point in that season when you think, oh, snap, it will be either or. It's either I pick the music or the rugby. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the time um so rugby picks up and it picks up quickly because now I'm playing for the national team, now we're traveling, there's all these things, mm. you know. Um I'm I'm captain for homeboys. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot going on as far as rugby is concerned. Mm. But I was lucky enough to play for the company that I worked for, <laughs> right? So it, they were a bit lenient and yeah. understanding, right? But also I've I've got a put in my extras so i'd either be in the gym at five be at work before seven because people came in at nine so i can get my time my two hours yeah, yeah. my two hours before before coming before the jobs you know yeah and i i grew quickly as well with music production yeah so much so that they were comfortable enough to just give me projects and be like yo we need this done and i could have to off because he believed in me as well. He was like, I feel like you have you have something, yeah? You have something. And if you... Alf believed I was a better producer than a rugby player. <laughs> it's like, it's like, if it was up to me, I would not have you play rugby. I'd just have you in the studio. I'm like, hey, calm down, bro. Calm down. <laughs> Did you think the same? 
Yes and no. Like you, I said, I said to myself, listen, you can't play rock forever. There's a shelf life. Yeah, music doesn't. Mm. You can produce until you're 90s, fine. Yeah, just go with the times. Mm. Yeah, and that that was put to a test. I was there, there came a point in my music career where um I was I was right there. I was at the gate. It's either I open the gate and go through and become busy busy with music or coach england yeah 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 ah uh, that's where it comes in that's when it comes yeah. in yeah that's yeah. when that's when i feel the pressure now like ooh okay mm. okay mm. yeah so yeah. let's maybe warm up um to this point eh? mm. so you're playing with the simbas mm-hmm. and if i recall correctly it's when you do a, a tour of south africa yeah voda vodacom cup Vodacom. Yeah. I always yeah. confuse Vodafone and Vodacom. Yeah. Mm. Vodacom Cup. Yeah, this yeah? is way before I worked for Homeboys even. Oh, this was way so before. Is, yeah, this is and, like, uh, this is 2013. 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the, that's my debut. The genesis yeah. of. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much where it starts. Because mm. <laughs> after that, I went for another surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so many stories in there. Yeah. Oh mm. man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. So um, tell the story. How how does the England conversation start around uh, that season? So we go to to um, Cape Town for about was it two months? We were in there for two months and we're playing in the Vodacom Cup. And you know, every weekend is a bit impressive. And there's this agent who's just been watching, and he he approached the coach to ask, "Yo, is he represented that one?" Man, coach links him, or rather, coach comes to me and asks. The coach was Jerome now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they were friends. He's an agent in Italy, but a friend of his in England had seen the games and was like, "Ask about that one for me." So, um, yeah, I'm like, "What represented? What? No, I, what's that?" It's like anyway. So yeah. So here's the guy's number. Here's his email address. So we got acquainted. Um, this is. Mm. Tim, so Tim was my first agent. So Tim, um, Tim emails me. And he tells me what's up and he thinks I've got potential, and we can do a little bit of searching and see what happens. Like, yeah, dope. So we play Western Province, and I had the game of my life. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can catch the highlights of this game, this particular game. I think mm. the highlights of you, yeah. just you running yeah. through. Western Province and Western Province is no small team. No, nah. it's a development side for Stormers. Right? Stormers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a feeder. We'll attach that. We'll attach. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a feeder for Stormers. Yeah. So everybody who ends up playing for Stormers plays for Western Province, mm. right? Primarily, right? Um. Anyway, so <clears throat> yeah, great game, great tournament. Really, he's impressed. So he text my videos it's like oh, i'll keep you posted so we talked to harlequins for a while london harlequins for a while and the only the only problem is i have less than 10 cups international mm. cups so i can't really get a work permit in england oh, and in the process of trying to get more cups i get injured i do my meniscus and my la- and um i think mcl anyway so I've got to go under the knife again. At this point, I'm like, ah, yeah, we'll go. The decision doesn't take two months again. Yeah, doesn't take two months. So anyway, and it, it was like a short process. It's three months out. It's not yeah. too bad. So I go in, 
it's done. I'm out. Um, I'm back in time to play like the international season. I play it. Finally, I play the four cups and we finally have 10 cups, but the trail has gone cold on Queens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, annoying. So we're in there playing the waiting game. Another outing with the national team. We're great. And then boom, it happens. He's like, yo, um, Newcastle want you to come for a trial. See how, see what happens. And I'm like, yeah, of course, let's do it. At the time, Prezo was like working on some music to make a comeback. Hmm. And I was producing it and writing the the songs with him. Wow. Yeah. And some late nights in the studio. It's a big deal. Interesting guy, that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal, right? Because Prezo, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I grew up, you know, listening <laughs> to, yeah, to Prezo. Like, Yo, yeah. no. Inside the party. Yeah. Yeah. So when Alf tells me this, Alf was my boss at Homeboys. He's just like, yeah, so you don't go. Yeah, you wait for Prezo. He's like, wait, 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 wait. What'd you say? It was a trading day as well. I'm like, can I go and come? It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> He'll be here anytime. Bro, that guy showed up three hours later. I was like, I would have gone and come. But anyway, we get in there. So how it worked is, Alf put me to work. He's like, make instrumentals, send me instrumentals. So I'd make instrumentals, send him instrumentals. And he's like, I like this one. I'm going to have someone come in for this one. Praise okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've got this idea. I'm like, all right. I do a bit of writing as well. So mm -hmm. we sit in there. And we get we get we get we get writing mm. and it's fun, right? Yeah. We have fun. Look at the clock, it's three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been home <laughs> since I left that morning, you know. And they want a sample on the next day. So when he leaves, I stay. You have to put it together. Yeah, to put it together. Mm. Anyway, that was that was when I was like, Yeah. I'd, I I might have to choose at some point, right? Because now I felt comfortable sending projects to me, whether it's VO. That's or not even a project. He's sending you Prezo to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, he, you know, he felt like he could trust me with something. So I got busier as a producer, right? So he's like, I want this type of project. So he put me in the Saturdays before the game, I'm in the studio type thing, right? Um, yeah, it became pretty clear to me that I, I might have to choose. If I want to really, if I want to be good at this, I might have to choose, right? Yeah, either of them cannot be a side project, yeah. side hustle thing. Yeah. 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 Um, finally, Tim comes back to me and he's like, yeah, they like you. They want to see you. We're living in a week. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, what'd you say? I said a week. So I'll check your mail. I've sent you all the things you'll need for the embassy. Go get your visa. You're coming. Once you get the visa, the plane will book, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, are you serious? Are you are you playing with me? It's like, no, bro. Go check your mail. Check the date. It's not April 1st. Bro, um, <laughs> yeah, it's end funny. of January. Right? It's end of January. I'm like, yo, stop it. Like, yeah. All right, sweet. Let's mm -hmm. do it. It's supposed to take a week, took two weeks. But yeah, two weeks later, I'm out. You're in England. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out in two weeks. I, I still can't believe it. I'm like, wait, what? 
<laughs> my visa has been processed. Yo, you flex his book. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let me go. Let me let me go watch them. So I'm so I, I you know I watch the prem like but not seriously. But then I'm like, let me see. Let me see who, whose money I need to take. They have nearly lied to playing for them. I'm like, God, they have like Hog playing for them. Hog played eight for Scotland. Neil mm-hmm. is the captain for Tonga. Like, I'm like, yo. Yeah. Finally, I get there. It's, it comes through. I fly. I'm there. I'm picked up at the airport. Taken to the hotel. I'm still like in awe. I'm like, yo, listen. This is happening. Yeah. Listen. I'm in England, yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, finally. Or not. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Yeah. How did the conversation happen with Ralph? Or oh, at least see him. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was pretty honest, to be honest. I was just like, listen, I've got, I've, there's an opportunity of a lifetime here and I've got to take it because, hmm. you know, hmm. you couldn't offer me what this contract could offer me, honestly. And it's just a trial run. Let me go see how it goes. You never know. I could be back next week. Like, ah, uh, yeah, you go, go. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to um, Mike as well. You know, they took it well, to be fair. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, yeah, go, go He's do your Alf thing. Alf and Mike Rubber. Yeah, yeah. Go do your thing. I'm like, hi, sweet. I'm gone. So I'm gone. And I'm there. And it's unbelievable. You're going pro. I'm going pro. Yeah. So I'm there. A day later, I'm picked up. Um, I've gone in. We've got to do some movement tests, some testing. The the English are under twenties there as well. They're training. Mario is there. Mario told you. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the year was the captain there. Yeah, it's amazing. Like it's nothing like I've ever experienced. The closest thing to it was like Watercom Cup. Yeah, damn. And temple worse to it, honestly. Right, so training is going well. Yeah, taking back to the hotel, I met the coaching staff. It's great. Dean Richards is a legend. Like he wasn't, he wasn't eight as well. He was a powerhouse. He played for Leicester and England, and he just demolished people on the field. Right, and Dean Richards is my boss now. <laughs> it's unbelievable, you know. This bright Saturday morning, I meet some of the boys. I meet the captain and some of the boys. So when um, when the captain was taking was taking me around, I see someone familiar. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Yo, who's that? Is that is that is that Alessana? And I go, yeah, you know Alex. Like, yeah. she. Yes. Do I know Alex? for audiences who are not like rugby nerds and rugby fans, Alessana. Twilagi, right? We link some of you know these guys. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Those are legends of the game. Mm. So people like you watch compilations of. Okay, I watch compilations <laughs> <laughs> at at eleven fifty five when yeah. uh, I should be somewhere in bed. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let me watch some highlights of Alisana Twilagi and the brothers yeah. just going through people. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's him, it's him. It was like it was John Olomo, Jerry Collins, Shabal, Alex Twilagi. I'm like, yo, you're joking. No way. There's no way, right? But yeah, actually, that's your life now. Yeah. Hopefully. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's just like, you know, 
my dreams coming true. Mm. Like mm. I, I can't compare it to anything else. And, and, and also that's before the hard work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that was hard work. Yeah. The days I considered, like, yo, I should have taken that production because <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Okay, so, so then the question would be, mm. how long did it take for you, if you ever felt this way, for you to feel this is home? I belong here. Oh, immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, immediately. Like, I was challenged. Just the names. These are people that you watch on TV, you know, that you're supposed to play against, like fight for a position. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is a world cup finalist. Like this is, this is this, like, you can't, you know, there's a guy who was in camp with Manonu. Like I, how do you, for me coming from a country, coming from Kenya, Kenya, like Kenya, you play rugby in Kenya, aren't you guys runners? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the only thing rugby they knew about Kenya is like the sevens. Mm. And that's like after asking you, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you mm. guys are quite good at the sevens. I'm like, well, well, more than that. But anyway, yeah, we're quite good at that as well. You know? Mm. Yeah. So for me to be in that space with those guys, people who have done, people have played the sports and so like toddlers. And I'm I'm being compared to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tell me this anything is, else. This uh, is this yo. is you can't ask for more than that. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's up to you now. Put mm. your hand up or go hard or go home. Like here you are. This is what you asked for, right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Okay. Mm. Then when it comes to the work now, mm. uh, so moving from uh, Uganda to Kenya, mm-hmm. you notice a difference. Yeah. Moving from uh, say homeboys to when you're with the Simbas or the other, I'm sure you notice things. Mm. So what do you notice in terms of technique, in terms of the culture, in terms of philosophy towards the game when you're there, as compared mm. to what you've been doing back home? Bro, we did nothing back home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what it felt like. I was like, what? Wait. Listen, not to take away from what we're doing. Like we're doing great for the infrastructures we have mm. and the number of sports. Yeah, the difference is just the infrastructure, like the planning and the time that has gone into it. It's amazing. It's it, this is a club that's being operated better than our union. Mm. The best we've ever got is the national team, and. Now you're in a place where your national team standards don't stand a chance. It's I'm I'm shocked, right? I'm shocked. Everything is has been thought of and it's being executed real time. Like those guys are injured, those guys aren't playing. You're in a squad of like 50, 55. Now everybody can play on game day. Mm. On game day, we have 23. Right? There may be two spares. And there's still 23 more. Yeah? And the academy boys, the senior academy boys, like, bro, the depth. It's an organization. It's an organization. Yeah. Yeah. The attention to detail, it's mad. You know, like, it's like nothing I've ever experienced. Yeah. And this is just a club. It's just a club. Yeah. In, in one of your interviews, you say that this is where your approach to SNC also shifted. Is that true? Because, mm. you know, when you're from here, you think SNC is just being in the gym. It's not. It, there's more to it than just that. You know, 
there's the top ups like it's more than it's more than just rugby you know it's it's a bit of mental it's a bit of physical it's a bit emotional as well and the person in charge understands that right so i was put under this guy who would just watch over me mm-hmm. and i was given all these things all these targets that i need to meet yeah i was i was about what was i i was about 117 kgs heavy and i need to drop that to like 113 112 mm. so they, this guy works me hard yeah yeah he works me hard and then you have to drop um that while still maintaining your strength yeah because we need to play you as soon as possible because yeah. we need to see what you're about mm-hmm. are we signing you or not and finally i play my first game yeah uh, tell us about your first game Um, and I'm trying we are very respectful of your time and there's so many stories after this I don't know if you'll ever get to them but we always happy to do a yeah. second round but tell us about your first game because I think um that's an important cog in your story mm. the first time you play professional rugby yeah. yeah who was it against how how was that experience <sighs> that was that was something yeah um the whole time so I'm on the bench right I'm on the bench we're playing you're number 20 yeah i'm number 20 and um we're playing gloucester <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're playing gloucester and richie may here is starting over me i don't mind that it's cool <laughs> it's fine right <laughs> um alex is playing on the wing I'm like, yo, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so on the team sheet, it's number 11, Alex Alessandro Tuilangi, and then number 20, Joshua Chisang. <laughs> 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 wait. Wait. Just yeah. wait, bro. And then like number 12, it's the other Tuilangi. Yeah. And Letea. I'm I'm shocked at the very least. Then the seven, the captain of the day was Richie Mayhew. He's a Kiwi, like, bro, come on. I can't, I, I'm beyond words. Like, just even being considered. Felt grateful. It eh? felt mad. It felt amazing. Mayhew is injured. Chisang is in. Whoa. Yeah. First half, second half? Second half. Mm-hmm. So Mayhew is injured first half, yeah? Someone else goes in. I think Temi goes in. And then, yeah, it's my turn. Gone. So I'm playing six. Yeah. Um the game is quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. Is that the first thing you notice the yeah, moment you go in? Like I go in mm-hmm. and I am panting. I'm like, what's going <laughs> on? Is this sevens? Because it's it's mad quick. It's so quick. The ball is there, then it's over there, then there's a hundred things to do before I settle. It's like, wow. I feel like I've been playing for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's only been five. <laughs> yeah? Where we get a line out in the corner, we go there. So I'm out of the line outs, obviously, because I'm new. I don't really know the calls. So lads just tell me, listen, the ball is coming here. You're going in for it. All right, sweet. So line out, middle line, boom, gone. Driving mall. Guess who scores? Whoa, me! Hey, on hey, debut. On debut. Yep, right. Hey, beyond words. Yeah, 
Um, this is at Gloucester as well. Um, another line out. Same story, but this time I had to fight for that try. And yeah, shrug a few people off on the line. Another one. It's mad. So brace on your debut. I brace on my debut and then the game is done. Wow. Game is done. And Did you win? Yeah, we won. <laughs> we won. The trip back was was amazing. Like, you know, it's kind of like a movie because mm. it's everybody now. So everybody's chill compared to like the trip there. Everybody's a bit focused. And now the trip back is like a bit, it's, 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 it's a bit of banter, mm. getting to know the boys actually, better yeah. and yeah. initiation. Yeah. So it was, it was good. It was yeah. really good. This uh, lad from Kenya yeah. is <laughs> living the dream, you know. Living the dream, <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah. Um yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. A- any lessons from your and and because again because of time, um any lessons in this part of your career so joining Newcastle and mm. leading up to your first game, what are the main things that still stay with you to date? We need to do better. You know, with basics, we just need to do better. Because they're like, great, you can run through walls, but uh, you can barely catch the ball, man. Like, I'm like, catch the ball just fine. Yeah, that's what you think, <laughs> right? You can kind of hold onto the ball, you know. I always had extra sessions with the skills coach or the SNC. <laughs> I was always working, like, and then after the first game, got my contract. I was staying. Stayed there. Um, but what? 18 months? Yeah, it was, it was good. My housemate was the Tongan Nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Takalua, Sanatane. Yeah. Um, he's the captain now as well. So yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, some what, what, happened after like some of the guys who ended up playing for England even right for Scotland the Scot- Scottish 13 who were in the bleachers with him as well like trying to make it it's those lessons and then you know it gives you a different different like view of things it's like there's no way there's no way that, that guy is better than this guy that i play with at queens there's no way one-on-one there's no way i've spent time with the both of them i i know what i'm talking about yeah but we'll never know that for sure now will we yeah yeah so i'm like honestly if if we took it a bit more serious i feel like we'd be a problem yeah, and I can comfortably talk about it as a rugby player because I've experienced it, right? The potential we have here, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And this is with no time. Like, this is with you juggling school, work, mm-hmm. family. Whereas, well, we woke up at seven to be in at eight. And do rugby whole, yeah. all day. Do rugby all day be in the gym, go for a video session, go for a meeting, do another session, finish, like, yeah, go eat. That's what we did. We did rugby all day, units, um, plays, gym, lunch, piss off, go home. 
That's yeah. it. That's yeah. us every day. Yeah. And it, the only thing that changed was the intensity. But you see how we have to rush to the gym, get foot five seconds, foot five minutes in, rush to work, and then fight traffic to come back in the evening and get a pitch session in. Yep. All that has been taken away from you. Yeah, just focus and, on the game. Yeah, and 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 somehow we still meet them and stress them. Now you tell me if we put in as much work, mm. even even not even as much work as them. Half, half of what they have. Half of what they yeah. have. Yeah. Mm. Does it break your heart? Because it does mine sometimes when I think about it. That um, some of the people you came up with in your generation, who you mm. knew are really, really good, yeah, will never have that opportunity. Well, it's sad, but it's also what it is, you know. Yeah. I, I can't be sad about it. Really, I got lucky enough to experience it. You know. Um opportunities are better now than they were back in the day you know the possibilities of someone playing abroad are more accessible now compared to like 10 years ago so it's just time as with everything it's mm. time one of us needs to do it for them to know that actually there's a whole it's possible that there's a whole field of like good Kenyan rugby players who can be you know who can put their hands up on the international stage and it's happening isn't it it's yep. happening every day it's like if if since then how many people have gone pro several several um, maybe right? more than a handful yeah 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 so it's it's not you know it's it's sad that some people will never see it happen to them but it's also part of the process you know that's that's what we have to go through because it's not like those guys it's not like they started there obviously there's like people who came way before them who had to make sure that it happened like that so i'm just saying yeah but here you are you walked so that everyone else could run trailblazing yeah for yeah. sure for sure mm. what was the difference between um your experience in the uk and uh in poland oh yeah you well because this happens yeah, yeah, right after. after. So yeah. Poland, Poland was a great experience for me. Um especially because it's not as intense, not nearly as intense as mm. England. It's not the premiership. It's not the premiership. It's not the prem, you know. It's not the prem and I don't know how I felt about it. I just I need to experience something else because what I wanted was no longer available to me. Um, sorry, sorry to cut you short, but mm. why was it no longer available to you? Oh yeah, um, we have a very restrictive visa, so it's expensive for the club, and it's very restricted as well. They can't send you on loan. They've, you know, they they can't really make a good return on you, return on the investment one, and then, um, they can't really develop you to the level that they'd like, because the truth is. I played 6-8, <laughs> but so did Mark Wilson. Mm -hmm. Mark Wilson plays for England. Yep. Right? But so did Neil Latu. Neil Latu has played the World Cup. Yeah? Um, so did Hogg. Hogg has played the World Cup. Yep. Right? So did Opetifonua. Opetifonua has played the World Cup. So he, it's, it's unfair, but that's what it is. Mm. Right? Like, look, I believe that you 
you could you could do it but i just can't take the chance i can't leave it to chance so i'll give you a 20 minutes here and then maybe i'll give you another one in a month maybe but instead of a maybe how about if i could send you out on loan to like a premiership club so you can play every weekend so when you come back i'm sure of what i'm doing because mm-hmm. you've not played this level before you know it's unfair for me it's like oh man that's, that's, that's a lot of crap like just give me a chance yeah but i'm trying to run a business here you know if i give you a chance and god forbid it didn't go as planned they'll have my head mm-hmm. but if he went on to have a bad game they'll understand they've seen him play they know what he's about they don't know you i picked you because i see something in you you know what i'd like to do i'd like to develop you but i can't really do that because the visa they offer you is so restrictive you can only work for me mm. right you can't go anywhere else so i'd have to pull mad strings i'd convince that guy to sign you on so that someday you come back to me why if you're good enough for him to keep you you know it's just a lot of unknowns so first of all i have to convince him and then so maybe he says yes and then you go there and then like like yo you're actually pretty good i'm going to keep you so he goes back on my on our deal you know there's just a lot of moving pieces and it's mm. and it could or not work a lot of so, risks attached so it's like yeah yeah we can we can you, you, you said because back then i was young i was younger i didn't understand it i was like no this is but now i see it clearly i'm like yeah i see what you mean you know back then i maybe i was just a bit emotional about it and i didn't really and you know i was like no i'm better than them give me a chance but it's not just about that yeah most of the things you can do now you've just learned to do there's no way i can put you in that position it wouldn't be fair on you and it's all business it's all business as well mm. you know mm. so yeah wow and and did it get you in some sort of um maybe mental space that was maybe slightly dark or well when i came back get over it when i came back yeah i was in a bad place you know i lost i lost i lost something i do I'd, i'd always wanted not because i wasn't good at it but because of for lack of a better word politics right and it's like nice no, i feel like i think i did well i mean you said i did well when i had my appraisal they said rather dean said listen don't worry about so i was like cuz in in the thing they asked me so how are you finding your time here <laughs> uh, like listen it's strange when i left the house this morning i wore shorts because it was sunny now it's hailing outside i don't know what to think you know um then he was but i expressed my concern because i was like listen i i've played two games so far you know and from my review you, all of you said i played well when's the next game yeah from my review from training you think i'm progressing well so when's the next game like yeah about that you know um don't worry about the games cuz i'm like listen um i think it'll affect you know you're you're in my contract you're not really using me so i said no don't worry about that let us worry about your contract and and all that we like you you think we think you'd be a good fit and that's when they brought up me being a prop 
<laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> There's another story yeah. in there. There's a mini story. Mm, I think we'd be a good fit and don't worry about the contract. We're going to sort it. All right, sweet. You're the boss. So you keep doing what you're doing. So I kept doing what I was doing. Got a few more games. Great. Got an opportunity to play for like a not one team. You know, that was great as well. Like most times, I played seven games. Of the seven, I had seven good games. You know, and some of them, some of them I played 80, some 60, some 20, right? But still, okay. games nonetheless, yeah. But I, I still go back to the videos and I'm like, hmm, yeah, that was a good game, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, But again, nothing I could do about it. It was out of my control. And true to the word as well, when that happened, my agent and I tried to be on the market and we got offers just last minute. That thing about the visa always it's came up. Messed up everything. We we spoke to even championship clubs. Mm. Jersey was a done deal. Doncaster was a done deal. And then, oh yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and... And it, you know, so those are smaller clubs, meaning Falcons had seen it from a mile away, like, oh yeah, that's going to be a problem, that, right? Because that's just, that's that's how organized they are, right? Mm. Yeah, so, you know, it happened. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity, yeah, and the experience, and I felt like something, I think something should be done about it. Because, or the thing that could be done about it is just that we we need to do better. Because Tonga is just as, it's just like us, really, right? But they do well. They're top 10, top 20. Oh, so. So it's our ranking as well. Irrespective of where you are as a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ranking. It's a ranking. The ranking. So So if you're better ranked, then our players would have better chances. Yeah, better chances. It would be easier for us. But our ranking affects opportunities like that because the way you're ranked, you know, compared to what you need here, they are connected, right? So the, the better you're ranked, the better deal you can get, the... The, you know, the visa is a bit better, it's a bit lenient. Yeah, but if you're not up there, if you're not top 20, you you have a rough time. Yeah. If you're not top 20 and you're not from Europe. Even harder. Yeah, because you don't need a visa if you're European, do you? Hmm. You don't. But if, when you come from up Africa, <laughs> you know, oh, South Africans those. don't have... Yeah that problem they're number two number one in yeah. the world mm. so they can play anywhere they, they can want. play anywhere they yeah. want yeah so it's one of those things yeah. that you have no control over yeah, yeah. so poland mm. um let, let's quickly go over that how 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 was that experience it was not as intense as the prem obviously yeah it was it was Some fun any highlights? And, and at least this time you're not by yourself yes you're not by yourself i was actually well the first time you the had first time yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the first time i was by myself and it was weird but fun. Did you learn Polish? A little bit, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Polish is a difficult language. It's, it's difficult. Um, top five, actually. Yeah, Poland was great. I was, 
I was received like a superstar. <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. I land and the president of the club has come to receive me and we're going straight into a press conference. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I didn't know I was this big. You know? Um, yeah, Poland was great. Poland was great. And then I was the only black person for miles because the, the team I played for was like in a small town. It's like 40 minutes away from the capital. But from Warsaw. Like, yeah, yeah, from Warsaw, but it's, 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 it's a small town. Yeah. And it's a small, it's a tight community. So everybody knows you're coming, you know, when you walk <laughs> down the street. They're like, hey, rugby hey, hey, what's up, bro? You know, and this is an old guy who can't speak a word of English. So it was. Yeah. It was and you can't really miss you with your frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're black yeah, and you're, yeah, yeah. Not only are you black, you're the size of that tree. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to miss you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I lived, I lived alone for a bit. No, I had a I had a housemate for a bit, and then I lived alone because I was there for like eight months, and then I did my shoulder. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what happened after the ACL. I've just had injuries that never used to be me but i feel like this i think these injuries are not for me they're kind of like for the people who are to come after me because of what i'm doing right so whenever i'm dealing with an athlete a client who has knee issues oh bro i could be an orthopedic surgeon because i've dealt with my knee for what nearly 10 years now right so i know how you're feeling and sometimes that's the difference I know exactly how you're feeling compared to like the doctor who knows the ins and outs of the knee, On but paper. doesn't really hasn't experienced the pain or the discomfort that you're going through. So when you explain my your discomfort to me, I can relate and I kind of know what I do when I feel like that, right? Or what it is that works when I feel like that, how to regulate your training when it's like that. I know how to warm you up because... <laughs> Had three knee surgeries. We're good. I've got you, you know. And then now my shoulder. Like okay, so if ever we work with someone who has a metal plate, we know what to do. Because you have them. I've got a metal plate, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm snatching, so we're good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and 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 it's just interesting how um, you did not get injuries when you were not conditioning as well. Yeah, yeah. But now when you started conditioning that's when also injuries i don't know what to think of that it's just overused to be honest it's just there's a lot that goes into conditioning and it's not just about hitting the weights hard or or it's also what you do when you're away from the gym you know it's it's your mobility it's it's your recovery you know because we had no one managing us not really so all we knew is hard work pays off. So we pushed, we pushed, trained four or five times a day sometimes, you know, yeah. that's not really healthy. And all sessions were like intense, all of them, all of them, right? Mm. That's not right. That's not how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Even in preseason, you don't go that hard, right? And lesson learned right hmm. how was the second stint in poland yeah it was great i wasn't alone yeah yeah it was great um <laughs> so um after the first one 
they reached out and they wanted me to go back, but uh, I wasn't about, I didn't feel like going back, honestly. I, I said, how about I send you someone else who's just as good? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, sweet, send us the profile and videos. So I sent them. And they watched him and they were like, you know, we'll take him if you come with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so at least tell the audience who this is. Oh uh, yeah, that's my that's my boy, um Emmanuel Mavala. So he's had his own like journey with like professional rugby. He's played in South Africa and he's played for the national team, you know, decorated athlete. And then he was interested to go play in Europe. I was like, yo, there's this thing in Poland, you you, you can. Like, yeah, let's do it. Because it was either going back to South Africa or doing this, this, this Poland thing. So then the first time I put it together, we're like, no, bro, I'm going to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the window passed. Yeah, then the next window, they're like, nah, 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 let's, it's open now, let's do it now. So we did it. And when they came with the condition that I had to be part of it, I was like, "Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's go play. Let's 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 go give them a run for their money." And it was it was really totally was, worth it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was what was a you know it was worth the time and the experience was great, and just having someone who you can bounce off of, like because we've been playing together for what ten odd years, mm -hmm. you know, so the chemistry. And then how that impacts the team as well, and then just the the time we had to like just work on the things that we wanted to be better at, because that's all we went to Poland to do. We just went to play rugby, so we had a lot of time to like sharpen our our skills. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. Came back, played for Kenya a bit, and then here we are. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Let's uh, take it back to the top. Mm. Uh, when we opened, we were like. Um, uh, this morning and we spoke about work so how is it looking right now you spoke of work mm -hmm. but we didn't go into that into that yeah. yes so thursday slightly free yeah. how does the rest of your week look now presently oh yeah um so say so like tomorrow i've got sessions starting at 4am so i've got people coming in at 4am so um it's mainly the programming is mainly like weightlifting and crossfit mm -hmm. yeah so we've got a few weightlifters coming in in the morning and then we've got crossfitters as well so it's like not really crossfitters like functional training right um yeah so that goes on from like 4am to say six seven at seven i take a quick break because i have to have my own session so i train for about an hour and a half and i'm back on the floor uh back on the floor at say 839 9 all the way to like 11 because i've got now kind of like our elite athletes mm -hmm. train around that time um so they will train from 9 to about 12 break for lunch quick nap recover for the afternoon session and so the afternoon session normally starts at like two half two have to till about 4 p.m then a bit of a break then we have um rugby with the rugby boys yeah not as a player and you'll get no, it. no as a player, <laughs> no, as a player. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have coaching with the rugby lads 
um normally they come in at like what they start slotting in like a three half three yeah so we'll do that to about half four and then move to the field um prep them for the rugby session of the day then they'll do that then i'll go back and just work on my mobility and yeah. weak areas and then that's the day you know yeah. and this is this is every other day this is every day actually every day. are we are we fitting in music anywhere in there whenever we can like sundays is the only time i can like sundays and thursdays because i've got maybe 3 4 hours after the morning session mm. where i can just like slot in some things so mostly it's we like admin stuff at work yeah so when we when that's light you know i can dash mm. you know spend an hour to in the studio before the afternoon session uh sunday is programming day and food prep day so it's pretty tight yeah, yeah but, it's intense yeah. yeah yeah let's spend um, maybe the genesis of this how how did you you mentioned about you knowing that you needed to transition to the next thing mm-hmm. and, and so 4h red started yeah um how was that transition for you what was it um something that came so instinctively because you'd already started doing a lot of snc or mm. um how did you imagine or um ideate the company and what you want to focus on and the things you want to do to be honest for you tried started because of us we just wanted to get better to train we just wanted to train <laughs> we wanted to get better most of the things we've just we've done we've done for us and then oh actually applies to you too type thing right mm. so that's how it started that's why it doesn't feel like work because i'm i'm doing what i want to do what i love to do right um um so yeah throughout so i never really stopped fighting for the opportunity to play professional rugby so i i kept training like a professional right and there's no way I would have done that with a day job so i made my training my day job mm-hmm. so i figured a way to get paid from it and i was you know most 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 of my journey i've been with emmanuel right so we were kind of like on the same length as far as what we want to achieve right so we just we partnered up and we push each other to you limit every day <laughs> and it's it's great amazing yeah yeah whenever you see josh just look around imanu will be somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vice versa yeah that's what's up let me let me let me uh, see if we could get a, a lesson in there mm-hmm. having a tag team more or less is uh, is special especially for a team game so uh, for us guys here we have commander and die with the podcasting thing mm-hmm. i know other guys out there also uh, pairing up doing different projects uh what how do you how do you keep it going how do you keep the energy going uh, and through a random start yeah um companies startups that are founded by half two co-founders mm. are more likely to succeed than startups that have been founded by this one founder this is true uh, we we actually we have gone discuss a bit yeah yeah a bit of yeah, that, that i can't remember the exact number the likelihood ratio but yeah. it's somewhere they're more likely yeah significantly more likely to succeed so clearly you guys are uh, on that path for sure yeah uh, but also when they fail they they fail completely no i understand because it's two it's two different personalities you know yes um what kept us going i think is just our goals we we just want better especially after experiencing it 
and knowing the potential we have doesn't matter what discipline mm. really we just want we just want to offer that thing that we didn't really get you know that 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 person who will look at your process and cherish it and just like guide you through it you know and advise you accordingly that's that's all we, that's that's all we i feel that's all we missed coming up mm. right or if we had it 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 wasn't the best it could be right so we spend most of our time just finding the best way possible like what's new on the market like what's his strength how can we sharpen that what's your weakness how can we make it better like you know yeah so it takes time but it's very very satisfying so it's not really it's not really a job to be honest it's it's run by passion yeah. right do what you enjoy doing normally you never say, work a day of your life yeah normally true. i say if i had everything i wanted i'd do this for free but i don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yet uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um yeah um so it's been great what four years now nearly four years yeah incredible growth. yeah with 4h red check us out out there you we, moved gyms as well huh? oh yeah we had well corona happened and a lot changed very quickly so we had to adjust very quickly before we changed gym we were having our sessions on like our rooftop wow yeah, yeah. it's it was a crazy time but yeah you know our programming keeps changing right and we keep finding that look there's a bit to do so we need open space so that's why we changed gym we're now at alphafit it's a great facility and they've been really accommodating and it's been great yeah yeah, yeah. yeah in, in because of time again um what's what's next for you professionally um you mentioned the olympics you're weightlifting yeah. and mm. mavala is doing crossfit yeah yeah, yeah? um mavala is doing crossfit where we're trying to no we're working towards qualifying for the crossfit games and the olympics sorry 2024 him as a as a crossfitter yeah first kenyan based in kenya to make it when we make it because there's jeremy he lives in the states though right he's made it a few times twice twice i think yeah it doesn't matter but yeah um we got really close this year we got to the quarters yeah and then we had a bit of drama in the quarters so we didn't make it to the semis mm-hmm. um but the, the 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 goal next year is to get to the semis and when we get to the semis oh that's it bro yeah, yeah. that's we're going to fight for the qualifying spot and it's only one spot as well so you're the number one or you will make it yeah so we've got Mano Mavala going in for it and uh Joshua Lunga as well yeah great athletes and i really think we have what it takes to make it yeah and before that we've got a few tournaments coming up and stay tuned yeah, hey, bro. yeah. all the best with that hey, it's happening we can't wait to tell people i uh, remember just go back to episode 32 that's the guy, <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah. yeah all the best man. Well, thank you very all much all the best let's play around a bit let's play around um yeah before we're done yeah what's the current nature of the relationship because we we we, we 
we put a point on this one. Mm. What's the nature of the relationship with you and your parents now? It's not bad, you know. Mm. It's not bad. Um, it's all good, actually. I thought, I think they they understand. They've gotten to understand that <laughs> there's no changing my mind. <laughs> or maybe it's too late for what they want for me or what they wanted for me. Our relationship is good. You know, it's just like any other relationship. We have our ups and downs, but yeah. Mm. That, you know, the, the thing that they're about, the thing that they're chasing me about now is not like what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just like, what's next? <laughs> you know, it's that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the relationship is great. It's not, it's not, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. 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 Um, if, if you were to, and I know you talk to a lot of players, you mm. are an SNC coach for um, the lads at Queens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you always, you, you obviously have a lot of interactions with young players who are coming up. Um, what's your, what's the consistent message? To stay the young players coming up. Stay consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Be consistent, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like, f- figure out what you want. Because, you know, the, the thing that I get the most is like, yeah, yeah I want to be the next you. I'm like, don't be the next me. That's been done. Be the next you. You know, and, you know, it sounds simple or it sounds like a cliche, but it's true. It's true. You can only be as good as you, honestly. And what I can offer you is a bit of guidance, but even then you have to choose to do it because it doesn't matter what you surround yourself with. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where we place you. If you want to do it, you'll do it, you know? And, and that's how you open doors. Honestly, like now the avenues to do things, we have so many avenues to like put yourself out there. You, you don't it, the, the information is available as well and if you can't understand it find me oh i'm kin i'm kin just you know let's be on the same page about it mm. yeah the thing with athletes is they they have a mind of their own like <laughs> athletes and artists are the same thing like they they have a process and sometimes it's not always good for them but as you just need a bit of guidance that's it and yeah just I'm I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to master this thing called the process so that I can guide as many people to their dreams as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Keep going, man. You can play going. around a bit as we yeah, went. Yeah, just just actually one or two. Uh the food. Mm-hmm. Food out there. Uh of course, you use your body, your body is your tool, your mind as well. Mm. Uh but when it comes to what you're eating besides Kenya. Mm out there zimbabwe south africa uganda uh, europe mm. when did you ever feel okay now this is at least closer to what i remember from home mm. no nothing no you can't compare anything <laughs> no, to what honestly, you stay at I, don't, home. i don't think so even when even when that happened it was like food from home <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like you visit someone a kenyan who lives there and yeah. like yo yeah make some guy i'm like yeah that's what's yeah, up that's what's up like that's when it felt like oh yeah i remember this yeah. not to say that this isn't great food out there there is but it's like you know it's, yeah it's, it's not, not the same yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what what is that one dish you always wished amen ah, wish i could have this every other time i'm not that kind of person though oh yeah no i'm not i'm not honestly i i eat for fuel mm-hmm. yeah so yeah 
it's no, okay. Yeah, I'm all good. I'm, I honestly, good. I can put my finger on it and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I wish to have a girl every day. I'd be lying to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I adjust quite well. Yeah. So I just, I just didn't know. Like, okay. Yeah. Feel like I could do with some, but mm, it's cool. I'm all right. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite exercise now? Your weightlifting. So, yes. What's, what's your best? What's the one that, even if it's an off day mm-hmm. and it's part of your program, you feel like, yeah. You know, weightlifting, we only focus on two lifts, right? Whoa. So it's the snatch and the clean and jerk. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, so which of the two do you think? I feel, you know, it shifts. You have a favorite. Every parent has a favorite. Well, it shifts. Once I put a time, it was the clean, right? And then I met the jerk. It's like, no, I like the snatch better. So I, even my progress with the snatch has been better than the clean. So. I'd say that's not the snatch now. Mm-hmm. Moment, yeah. Okay. 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 What about the younger generation? Mm-hmm. Are there like uh, a couple of people come to mind when you think, oh, they're the next big thing? Oh, a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Who comes to top of mind right now? Right now? Yeah. Who doesn't? Like, I watched the game last week. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, we've got so much talent. Asati is a great player, right? Um, Malcolm Monsanto is good Queens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right um there's this new kid he's just he's fresh from high school fresh from u19 gabriel ayumba yeah he's he's, got, he's working with you at queens yeah right? he's got a lot of potential yeah like i i feel like the list goes on there's a lot of it would be unfair for for me to mention names because i'd, I'd leave some yeah, out. yeah yeah <laughs> understandable Am- amazing so and and we have you now to guide them through the process because you've been there you've done that yeah um and and you know better and you know you you, the, you might not have you might not have had a Josh in your life. Mm. Now they have a Josh who's been through the process. Oh, a Josh and Amavala, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's very yeah. dangerous yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the t-shirt. Yeah, we go to the t-shirt. Yeah, um, he always has a lot of messages on your t-shirts. Like that's a consistent fixture. Oh, that's a thing like he guys does, yeah? Who, yeah, um, not just him. I think every other team. Mm. But if if you had you had the opportunity to just have one message on your shirt. Mm. And this message was not just visible to um, the guys at Alpha Fit and anyone else who's coming in for a competition. Mm. You're standing on a podium speaking to Africans. Damn. Mm. What would that message be? Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot, yeah? Mm. What would that message be? <laughs> one message like this is what it could be it could be a quote it could be a quote it could be something that kind of philosophy that guides you yeah. anything really hmm. something that woke me up once my uncle told me opportunity favors a ready mind that's it yeah that works yeah it's powerful enough bro it's yeah more than powerful it's more man. than powerful hey Thank you very much. Thanks uh, for having me. We are totally honored to have you with us. That, that was such a dope conversation, was it? <laughs> Been going on for two, almost two and a half hours. Which is cool. It's understandable. Yeah. It's uh, you, and I'm sure all the guys who've listened to this bit are like, yeah, totally worth it, Bana. I'm looking at my list of questions and yeah. I've barely scratched we the surface. Be, really. <laughs> yeah, through all the pieces of your journey, there is a lot more that we'd have gone yeah. deeper into. Uh, but that's what um, session number two is for. Because it will happen yeah. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> On a yeah. random Thursday, um, exactly. in the future, when you're not working, okay. yeah, we'll do this again. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully number three, when you know you get your medal at the Olympics, bro. 
absolutely you know yeah. 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 when you do that we do we do we definitely be honored to have you right. um, and, and who knows maybe we can also ble- uh, bring on mavala that would be yeah. that, that would be that so would dope be, bro yeah. Yeah. stories Keep going, stay busy, being born. Ah, cheers. Asante sana. Bro. Thank you for having me. Asante sana. Absolutely. Asante sana for joining with us. Thanks for listening to this episode. Um, I don't have much to add. Yeah. Um, I've really, really enjoyed this conversation like every other episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite because it's rugby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's what's up. Um, last but not least, um, if anyone hopes to uh, hit at the company or mm. maybe say hi, ask a few questions, how would they hit you up on the socials? Um, we're at four eight underscore shred on Instagram. Uh, I think Facebook and Twitter as well. But then, personally, it's gender scorchy sang on Instagram and rain rough on Twitter. Rain rough. R e i g n r u double f. Yes. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. We'll definitely attach all these details. Hey, holla at him. Celebrate him, as a. And and go to his IG and get scared at all the weights <laughs> he's pushing, all the metal he's pushing. That's what's up. Asante yeah. Nisana, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining with us. You know who we are. I have been your guy, Kegordu. Kamade. And you remember what we always say, nothing has changed, man. And you can tell even from today's session, we're still out here busy being born. So you know what we say. If you're not busy being born, then you're probably busy not leaving. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, Kwaheri.